Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the Friday episode. It's the weekend lying ahead of us. For me, that means fucking wall-to-wall snooker on the telly. Oh, it's a bank holiday weekend as well. So we all get Monday off. Um, yeah. Kids are off school. That's nice. Um, I mean, I don't mind a bank holiday when there's something to do, but the yeah. weather's going to be rubbish, right? Is it? I've, uh, yeah, because I I was thinking of booking a pub lunch, but um, <laughs> but I've done that a couple of times recently, and you are you need it to be pretty warm because you, if not, the whole thing is quite yeah. uncomfortable. You're sitting there trying to have a nice time because you've missed kind yeah. of the conviviality of being in that sort of situation. Yeah. But within 20 minutes, you're just freezing, freezing your bollocks your tits off. off. Yeah. yeah. And pretending to smile, but really you just want to go home and watch yeah. telly in your pyjamas like you have done for the last fucking 18 months. I saw somebody who I follow on Instagram and she'd taken um, a bag with her to the pub, which had a hot water bottle in it. Yeah. And I think that went inside her coat. That's a good idea. Yeah, you, you, that's the way. If you are going to do it, that's the way you got to do it. But, you know, it could be rain or anything on Monday, according I, to my weather app. I also saw a local pub that someone had done a picture on Instagram and uh, they were having a nice uh, supposedly outdoor drink and the, basically this pub had just put a massive fucking marquee up in the car park and I don't know how that's outdoors. I don't want to be a lampard about it, but... If you leave the flaps open, drinking. maybe. If you leave the flaps open. All right, that's okay mm. then. Yeah. I, I think that's see what any it says flaps. in government so legislation. Big. It was so big, I couldn't see any flaps any, no, anywhere. No, there would have been flaps somewhere. Well, I've got there the flaps, otherwise you flat. can't get out or in. There, there's a, um, there's a. I mean, it's not. There's not one, but there's a place that I have been, which is in a fancy hotel in London, which has a, a cigar um, room, right? Yeah. But it's outside, inside. So what yeah. it is is they built an extension, but the roof is basically like bamboo. Yeah. So. It's you can see you can see light through it, mm-hmm. but it's you know only bits of light, and it also has those heaters which are awful for the environment. I believe are they right? And um, and uh, but you can this is quite long before COVID. People would go there because you can sit and it's as comfortable as being indoors. Yeah, and people would go there and smoke cigars and discuss business matters of the day. Yeah. That sounds so very, that's the kind of yeah. that's the kind of gig you need. So with the um, the presence of the bamboo, which is obviously uh, good for the environment, that's cancelled yeah. out by the heat lamps. Heat lamps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the cigars. Put in more heat lamps. Bad. <laughs> but sir, the environment. Silence. Yeah. We have bamboo roofs, don't we? Doesn't that compensate? Sounds good. Um. 
Yeah, I was going to actually request some content from you because you said when you returned back from your um, trip to the Isle of Wight that you had some content about what you'd been getting up to. I don't think we got round to it. I've forgotten was some it of it now. Or was it? Um, I think it was about your, your activities that you'd been doing. Yeah, I mean, crazy golf is something that, that oh, basically. Yeah, that was it. I don't have any coining stories because we got there and it was quite heartbreaking because we were really, really looking forward to having a coin up, which we hadn't yeah. had since last summer. And that was a big part of my holiday plans and particularly my birthday. And me and Len had been working it ever since we booked the holiday back in February. We've been like talking it over loads about, mm. you know, getting down to our usual coining spot in Shanklin. Yeah. And, you know, being quite, we were drilling down into the day's schedule two months before it happened, right? In terms of the, I mean, as you you know before, um, what we like to talk about a lot is after a, a hard afternoon's coining, we like to go next door and get an ice cream. And the mm. tourist board slogan that we've come up with for the Isle of Wight is the Isle of Wight, where single means double brackets yeah. and double means quadruple, right? Yeah. So... So we were all about that, but then we got there and um, we sort of raced down there on our first day mm-hmm. and it was fucking shut, mate. And <gasps> it really scuppered the whole week when you realised that there was no coining um, for the whole mm. week. So we were really gutted. But then I said, oh, well, never mind. Let's go and play Crazy Golf. They've got an absolutely out of this world, space age sort of indoor Crazy Golf. But again... The, that part of the of the building has huge doors that can open up onto the street, so it kind of right. they, they they've designated it as, <laughs> and and also they can manage the flow. They can manage the flow of people right. because they can only you have to pay to game. Whereas an arcade is a free for all, isn't it? Free for all. We've got flaps. That? We've got flaps. We have flaps here. As per <laughs> government regulations, we have regulatory flaps. Whereas, <laughs> try try to police mm. a. Try to police a coining arcade at a British seaside resort. It won't end prettily. You're better yeah. off keeping it shut. Because unless you are going to call out literally the whole local constabulary or perhaps even the territorial army, you know, people have been starved of coining in this country. And when those arcades open, it will be bedlam. I am not even going to bother for the first week. Because you're just, nah. just going to be absolutely fucking flooded with returning coins. Well, unless you go to um, one of your underground private members' coining facilities in Sunderland, uh, the basement I don't, type. I don't it's not the same, though, as being at Seaside. don't want to talk about them because uh, I just don't want to talk about that. No, because um, the, there's reasons why I probably shouldn't. I know a fancy hotel in London. I know a fancy hotel in London that has a uh, outdoor, indoor, bamboo-roofed coining room yeah, we, yeah. but it's where all the, yeah it's, it's it's where you you'll you'll find like your tory mps doing their rich man coining with their doing pound that, coins and two pound oh, coins and stuff wow even even above for, the 10 pence coins yeah it's not the, oh, for the okay, likes no. of us this is rarefied coining yeah it's the sort it's of coin that prince philip god rest his soul used mm. to love and they yeah. say you know he was coining right up until the end well, this is it. Um, I, I believe that he had, he was buried with uh, a pile of ten pence pieces, <laughs> gripped, gripped betwixt finger and thumb. Uh, that His had core. Been, 
his, his claw, royal his rigor, claw. Rigor mortis stiffened claw um, <laughs> that he took with him. Bury him with his coins! He took That's with him to the heaven. Queen said. Yeah. The thing that not? truly made him happy yeah. was coining. And we shall, we shall bury him with his <laughs> coins and his little plastic pot that he kept them in. <laughs> and with his prizes. <laughs> a little plastic Del Boy trotter. <laughs> and a key ring. In the shape of an alien. <laughs> oh, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Fucking hell, get me going. But um, yeah. So, so anyway, it was golf. all about it was all about crazy golf. We had that crazy golf. Then we did pri- pri- pirate cove crazy golf, mm-hmm. and uh, on my actual birthday, which was outdoor, and it was absolutely sensational. Um, it was a lovely sunny day. The only thing was. There's a lot of crazy golf awkwardness, you know, because you'll have another family. There's another family behind me, right? Yeah. They were a family of four, but mum and dad were not golfing. The two little kids were, right? And I right. straight away, that put my back up. I thought, what the fuck? What's your problem? Too good for fucking crazy golf, are you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Think it's, think it's a kiddies game, Dad right? Was. Well, you're the mugs because you're bored shitless because I could see they both look like misery guts, right? And that, mm. But the dad fancied himself as a bit of a golfer, so a couple of times I saw him instructing his children how to pull off a, a, a putt, and I thought, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. I don't even think that should be allowed if he's not prepared to pay. You can't have any input, yeah. oh, whether it's playing yeah, If I was running advising, a crazy golf... What was he, a if crazy I was running golf a crazy golf course, which I fucking hope to one day... I'll be yeah. like, oi, you, no, read the sign, right? Get your hands off of that club. You did not pay for that club. Do not touch it. Yeah. You shouldn't even be on the course, to be honest, mate. I've got to say, uh, though. That's when, it's, I, it, that's when it's, we it's, open up our top flight time machine crazy golf course. Yeah. It's better than all four of them playing because there's nothing worse than being behind a family of four that are just well, basically hang on a minute. shit. Stop right there, mate. All because right. that was the predicament they were in. They were behind us. All so, right. So, you're feeling their pain, right? Oh. But my attitude is, look, the sun's shining. Mm. It's my birthday, which you should know by the large birthday boy badge I am wearing. <laughs> right? Is this what you were and hollering back to them? It's my birthday, actually. I'll take as long as I need. It's a bit of fun. Right, and obviously I was fucking bossing it and getting most of them in one or two shots, right? But the kids, you know, they had some of the holes they struggled with, right? But not that fucking badly. But what annoyed me was they weren't containing their kids. The kids were running onto our hole and being impatient. And the parents, if my kids were doing that, I'd go, whoa, 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 hold back, let them finish, Right. But it was almost like the parents were like, well, they are taking rather a long time. It's their problem. I'm like, I'm trying to relax here, cunt, and play fucking crazy golf. <laughs> and you lot are fucking trying to intimidate me and my family into rushing. You cannot yeah. rush this. You're you spoiling my birthday. I didn't like it. And I just don't think people should behave like that on a crazy golf course. Um, but here's a, here's a thing um, that occurred to me when I was there. And, and People who have daughters might be able to relate. So one day we went up to the Pirate Cave, Pirate Cove Fairground, right? Which is a fair mm. little mini fairground where we always go. Me and the kids, we love it. And um, but this year, I don't know. This particular day, 
they would go. They ran in, got their tokens because you have to exchange your money for special fairground doubloons, right, <laughs> which you yeah. pay for the rides with. And I said, do you know what? I said to my daughter, do you know what? You you take charge of Len and you go on the rides with him. I'm going to go and get. I'm going to go and get myself a coffee. I'll be back in right. five minutes. Right. I was flagging a bit. And she said, all right, um, the only thing is, she went, I've got to go on these rides now. I don't want to carry my bag. I don't know why I didn't just say, well, fucking do it. But she went, do you mind holding my bag? And I was right. like, what? And she went, well, because we're going to go on, uh, they were going on these, like, um, bikes, you know, yeah. sort of motorbike things. She went, I, I don't know where to put this. Will you hold it? And I was like, all right, fine. And it was a little clutch bag. Right. Very dainty. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. dainty little clutch bag. Now, as you know, right, I'm, I like to be perceived down at Shanklin Seafront as like one of the tough nuts, the top the, boy. The, the, the cock of the walk, if you like. The cock of the walk, right? I've got yeah. a reputation down yeah. there, right? People know my fucking face and they know not to fuck with me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and I had to get from Pirate Cove up to the ice cream place that sells the coffee, mm-hmm. right? It's quite a few hundred yards. And I'm holding, I'm, I'm holding a clutch bag. It's the right. sort of little yeah. bag that that um, ladies take to a special ball or an Oscar ceremony. Oh, lovely! What colour was it? It was like a sort of a bright emerald blue. Oh, delightful. and it had a sort of it was a crocodile skin effect. Yeah, I like you know the sound I mean? of it. Yeah, it's a nice bag. It is a and nice you, bag. You have a problem with this? Well, I it had a small strap. So my daughter will either strap it over her shoulder mm-hmm. or she will hold it by the strap by her side, yep. right? Yep. And I'm looking at this bag and I'm thinking, don't think this quite suits my local hard man image, right? Yeah, yeah. How am I going to get up to the coffee shop holding this bag mm. and not, not you know, sort of damaging my reputation? And um, anyway, it was just interesting because I tried, they went off and before I began my walk, I tried about, I genuinely tried about three or four different holding techniques. I thought, what is the hardest way yeah. that I can hold this very dainty, very feminine-looking handbag? Yeah. And you know me, like I'm in touch with my feminine side, mate. I haven't Absolutely. got a problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not here to say, oh, you know. I mean, if you, you know, you want to dress in in full dress and makeup, go for mm. it, mate. If that's how you like to express yourself. If you but, appeared on this video link up that we've got one day and you had, let's say, pink eyeshadow on, I would not think twice. You wouldn't be surprised. I would say, yeah. I, I, no, I would say that. Yeah, yeah, that's Sam. That's Sam. He's he's dabbling. Uh, he's playing with his gender and how he, he likes presents to himself. express himself. He, yeah. he likes to express himself in a variety of different ways. Of course. Yeah, so it wasn't that, but it just didn't fit with my outfit or the vibe that I was in that day. So so I did try. I went over my shoulder. I thought, it's just such fucking weird held in a handbag so, over my shoulder. So, sorry, did it clash with your outfit? Was that a problem? Uh, yeah, the colour scheme was a bit yeah. of a clash. That was just one of the issues. In the end, what I did was I sort of wrapped the strap around the bag and I gripped the bag in my fist, in yeah. my giant paw. Yeah. And then I sort of did the Cockney strut along the front, clutching yeah. it almost as if it was a weapon. Like I was going in Good. like I was going I was going into battle with Millwall and this was like a cosh that I was yeah. on. That's the way I decided to go about it, and I think mm-hmm. I pulled it off. But there will be dads and daughters out there, particularly younger daughters, 
um, where this sort of thing is even more common, uh, mm. who will have had the same experience and they might want to let us know what they do or, you know, similar predicaments they've been in and how you pull it off. Yeah. Because it's yeah. fine if you're with your kid. I suppose the point was, was that I was walking quite far away into a separate part of Shanklin where my kid wasn't. Yeah. And I'm holding a, ha- a little ham- dainty little handbag and it just seems strange. Yeah, there was no visible reason why you might be holding that handbag. But there's no visible no. reason why you might, why you shouldn't be holding that handbag. But it would have been noteworthy to any passerby had yeah. I not found the way of holding a little handbag in such a way that it seemed almost quite intimidating. Some of the other Shanklin hard men might have come mm. across you and seen it as a weakness and then pounced upon been. it. Oh, really? yeah. What's this? Oh, look at it. What's the matter with you, mate? We ain't seen you around here lately. Then you come back holding a fucking handbag. Yeah. All right, all right, clutch bag. How are you doing? What's in your clutch bag then? <laughs> What's got you your got lipstick in there? in there, have you? You've got your sanitary towels, have you? Just in case you get caught short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut it, slag. Yeah. Right. Or you'll find out what's in this fucking bag. Well, I'll wrap it round your fucking head, cunt. <laughs> Handbag wars. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so yeah. there was that. Uh. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jalapeño. I have got another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, though, mate. All right. Uh, have you? Do you ever drink uh, instant coffee? I do. Yeah, because I'm a lazy fucker. Fucking hell, mate! I've recently got into into instant coffee. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd never had it much before because when I was a kid, when I was younger, I never drank coffee. I only yeah. drank tea. Yeah. And then when I started working, I would drink coffee, but only. When I was out, I wouldn't really drink it at home. So right. on the whole, I got into drinking, you know, you go into a coffee shop and buy it. As you know, I've fucking got a real habit with the old double espressos, haven't I? You have, You yeah. remember that from when we were yeah. on tour. Um, and so instant coffee is not things. If I'm at home, I'll, as you know, I'll make a pot of tea. When we were in the Isle of Wight, there was no coffee making facilities or anything. 
So my wife bought from the local in in our chalet because we mm-hmm. had a chalet on a sort of a holiday camp thing, you know. Yeah. And she goes, uh, "I'll get some instant coffee," and I was a bit, ah, "Don't really think it's sorry." Fucking hell, mate! So I had one one morning, and now, do you remember when I ate a pear for the first time? Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago, and I was like, <laughs> "Fucking game changer, mate! Pears yeah. are unreal, right? They're absolutely." Right. And it was like a revelation. And there's something to be said for discovering quite basic things that people regard like later in life. Because mm. it's a joy that you have deferred. For mm. I've deferred this joy for 46 years of my life. Fuck me. I mean, I mean, my wife is teasing me a lot about it because I'm going through it like it's, I've discovered a new thing. So I'm going, fucking hell, Anna. I'm going, you get one teaspoon of this stuff. One fucking teaspoon's all it needs. You chuck it in the cup. You add the hot water. It's ready. It barely needs a fucking stir. <laughs> That's what they call it. It's coffee. Yeah. But I mean, the fucking advantages in comparison to certainly in comparison to making a, a coffee at home, you know, yeah. like where you have a fucking some sort of elaborate coffee machine yeah. and it makes all the noises or all of that, right? Or, which I do occasionally do. I've got one of these things you put on top of the cooker metal pots which are made the from the coffee company sent sent to me right right um or but even making a cup of tea you know i, I love a cup of tea it'll, it'll never replace tea in my heart but mm. you know i make tea in a pot because i like to drink it properly and, and that it involves a certain amount of time fucking instant coffee mate is an absolute fucking game changer <laughs> bang <laughs> teaspoon of coffee in the cup bang water goes in yeah, but- bang dash of milk bang you're drinking it but the thing is, though, I mean, it's not. It doesn't taste better than uh, no, a machine. But that coffee. doesn't matter because I've got it, a machine that, and I've stopped using it. I've just gone back to instant because, like I said, there, I'm a lazy cunt. And well, I want what I like now. about it is what I like about it is as well. It's a smoother ride. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'll make this strong coffee in my special metal coffee pot. Right. right. And sometimes that'll get me through as I'm as I'm flagging in the afternoon. Right, yeah. I'll flag in the afternoon. You're an afternoon flagger, aren't you? You're an afternoon flagger. I'm an flagger. afternoon, as well, just, well documented that I afternoon. I do. Yeah. No, I don't deny it. Anyone could know. It's fine. And, and if you get involved with me professionally or romantically, mm-hmm. um, I will always be very upfront about that right from the beginning. Afternoons are the wrong time for peak performance for you. You're a flagger. Uh, in all of my business dealings over the years, like when we're at the stage of negotiating terms and conditions, I will say there's something you need to know. And I believe in flagging this early, right? Flagging <laughs> being the operative word there, because you should know that I can deliver this job for you on time and on budget, but I do flag in the afternoon. Yes, I will right? do. I'll, I'll, I'll work extra hard in the mornings, right up yeah. till about 2.30, 3. But then after yeah. that... Then I'm there'll on. be a flag. Be and, then, and then after the flag, sometimes I get over it like a hump. Yeah. On the other side of the flag, and I can bang, keep going into again. early evening. Work, sometimes work, work, I come work, work, alive. Work, work. I come alive early evening once I've had the flag. But the mid-afternoon flag is a thing for me, and I've always been honest about it. So I'll have these strong coffees. Pow! They'll wake me up. But it's very intense. It's like when you, you know, it's like having amphetamine or cocaine or something you can feel quite jittery and anxious yeah oh what i love about an instant coffee mate you have this instant coffee and it's so smooth yeah <laughs> like the flavor it's it's not quite as an intense experience in terms of the flavor yeah. of it either yeah right and but also you don't feel buzzed it just gives you a, a small pick me up great yeah. 
but you're not buzzed off your nut. Another good thing about it is you can have several, which, believe me, at the moment, I am doing because this is a new discovery. It's like when you start dating a new girl when you're, you're younger and you both can't stop having it off. Your rapid-fire speech patterns right now have suggested to me that you are having quite a few, yeah? Oh, <laughs> you're, you're mate. You're over the afternoon hump. It's game-changing. And my uh, my wife my wife goes, because I'm talking about every day. I'm going, oh, fucking hell. I might have an instant coffee. Oh, Anna. And every day I discover a new thing to be wowed about instant mm. coffee for, right? And I'm, I keep going, why have I not been doing this my whole life? It's fucking sensational. She said, this reminds me of, so our mutual friend and, and sometime colleague, James Brown. I, yes. I sure he won't mind me saying this, but it reminds me of the time that he, later in life, discovered libraries and started going <laughs> to people, fucking hell, have you, have, you been, have you been to a library? It's fucking amazing. Free I've been books. to my local library. You go in, yeah, it's got fucking loads of books. You just pick one up, right? Then you go over and tell them I'm taking this. They say, fine, you just take it away. It's free. As long as, as long as you bring it back later. Yeah. If you don't, you have to pay them some money. But I don't mind that. I don't mind. It's got all sorts of different books. What I do is I get them, I take them up, I read them, then I bring them back and I get another book. It's fucking ongoing. Right. But that's true. You know, I haven't been to the library for fucking decades. I worked in the library in Sunderland for about six months. Oh, yeah. Right. About fifteen year ago, and libraries are fucking brilliant. Yeah, they are. I go sometimes because my kids quite like going to the local library. And yeah. the thing about it is, is I hadn't been for years until the kids started going when mm-hmm. they were younger. And when I was there, I was like, "Yeah, fucking libraries." I was probably at a stage in my life, mate, where I thought, <laughs> I, you know, I'd, I'd got big headed. I thought my life was more glamorous you, than you local municipal libraries. You thought you were bigger libraries. than libraries. You thought I you were bigger than libraries, didn't there, you? There was a point in my life where I thought I was bigger than libraries, right? Libraries, Never, which ever. Listen, think you're bigger well, than libraries. they're the source of all human knowledge. And yeah, yet I, exactly. Sam Delaney, thought I was bigger uh, and better well, than them. Library? Hang on, surely it's all on the internet. I just need to log uh, on yeah. and have a look on the Google. I don't think I'm libraries. Don't worry about that. What am I doing at a local library? I should be at the West End in one of them private member media clubs <laughs> or something like that. Having a cigar the under the job. bamboo. In a, in a cubicle with like a celebrity person doing gear, you know. That's, that's more my vibe. Not down here in the bloody smelly old library. But then I turned up and I was like, yeah, reluctantly turning up to uh, mm-hmm. get out some children's books. Then you're there and you're thinking, oh, I'll have a pipe about while the kids are in the kiddie section. Because yeah. there's a kiddie section where you can sit and play in that. On the little I'll chair. Have a little look. Uh, <laughs> all right, you lot, stay there. Dad's going to go for a little pipe about. Right. See, what, see what's what in the library, see, or the library scene. See what this bollocks is all about, what, what the crack is here. <laughs> but I probably won't be long, because I'm expecting to be wholly unimpressed. What you got, some Catherine Cookson's? What you got, a lead <laughs> dating, is it? All that sort what of you shit? Got? What you got, a fucking eight-year-old copy of Hello magazine with Katie Price <laughs> on it or something? I ain't got time for that bollocks, mate. Right, well, I was blown away. It was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And straight away, you're like, fucking hell, look at that. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that. So I'm straight over. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's me, Sam Delaney, Britain's best journalist. I want a membership. Uh, I'm not going to pay, though, because I want want a VIP membership. Mm -hmm. They go, oh, no, sir. It's free for everyone. Do I? It's free for everyone. If you're a local (laughs) resident, you can join and... 
All right, well, how much the books cost then? <laughs> Nothing at all, as long as you bring them back on time. What? Well, what's the catch? <laughs> there isn't a catch, sir. Surely uh, I need to I pay, because uh, I earn quite a bit of money, so surely I've got to pay for it, yeah? Uh, no Can't problem, I'll give you some cash. I'll pay for it on American Express. I could not give a fuck. No, no, sir. It's just, we can't accept you. Well, listen, right? I want a special VIP one so I can come in when it's shut on bank holidays <laughs> and stuff like that, or come in after hours to have a look about at books that no one else has access to <laughs> for my, my journalistic research. They go, well, no, sir. I mean, we're open most of the time, so it's fine. You can come whenever. Fuck. All right. Well, anyway. So I joined <clears> up, and then whenever you go, you always come away with a stack of books. Because why yeah. wouldn't you? You go in there, you look around, and sometimes it's like a book that you might otherwise have thought about buying on your Kindle or in the bookshop. You think, I'll mm. have that free, because they have a lot of the new releases, you know. Yeah. But other times, it's just some you find yourself browsing some random section, mm. and you just find, you know, you find, I found fucking biographies in there, autobiographies of people that I would never dream of shelling out for, but I think I'll give it a go. I'll have and a look at like, that, yeah. I'll have a little pipe, see what it's like, and it fucking blows your mind. So, to be fair to James Whoa, Brown, my mind's he's been right. blown by all this knowledge. Wow. Fucking hell, give me a headache. I better stop, <laughs> and my brain's going to blow up in a minute. <laughs> oh, go up the library, get myself a couple of fucking books, come home, buy a jar of instant on the way back. Bingo, mate. <laughs> what a day. Feet That's up. all I need these days. Now I'm hum- more humble. I don't think I'm better than libraries. And, uh, yeah, I'm set there with a Nescafe gold blend. Yeah. Or Is probably that, yeah, not I was going to ask you, I had brand. some questions. I had some questions for you about your, your instant coffee intake. Uh, what's your brand of choice? Is it Nescafe gold I blend? I don't know. I don't know. It's not It's not gold blend. There was one because... Um, my my wife chose the brand we bought in the Isle of Wight, which is what I'm still rocking now because it was a large jar. I mean, I'm getting through it fucking double quick. But it's uh, it's decent. But once it's done, I might try a few different brands. It's a whole new lovely world. Um, yeah. I, I, um, I don't think it is Nescafe Goblin. I think it's called Dior. Not like Christian Dior. Something right. Dior or yeah. Dior or, or, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Ca- Café Dior, something like that, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think have, that's um, the one. I have Dow Egbert's. Oh, yeah, that's Dutch. I've seen that one. Dow Egbert's um, Smooth, I think I have. That's about five or a jar. Smooth. Oh, Such a smooth hell. ride, mate. And how do you have it? Do you have it with milk? Do you have it just uh, milk. raw with milk? No, just milk. Milk. I love a dash of milk in it. Do you and, um, do you boil the kettle or do you switch the kettle off just before boiling point? Oh, always boil. I never drink and mm. I would never have water from a kettle that hadn't been just boiled. Because see, I, see, the, I think there's well, contamination in it. Well, you're gonna have to let your you're gonna have to let your boiled water cool for a little while because if you put boiling water in, it can uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Scorch. It can scorch the granules apparently. No, so it's meant I, I've to be had that less than tea. boiling. I be, I believe that with tea, I will always let it like cool down for a few moments. Yeah, I've never heard that about tea. tea. I've heard it about coffee it, though. It will dam- tea leaves are very delicate, mate. So obviously oh, it's right. going to damage them. But these freeze-dried coffee granules, they're um, they're, they're resistant to anything. They could have survived Chernobyl. Well, I'm not sure about that. Do you put the milk in first and mix it with the uh, the granules? No, That's that what I do. goes in at the end, mate, because then I can judge the colour better. Okay, I put the milk in first and then I give it a bit of a stir and then it creates almost a paste and then I put the boil the not-quite-boiling water in so my granules don't get scorched. That's Last just thing I want to tell you about, 
Last thing I want to tell you about, you mentioned the, the bank holiday weekend and I'm disappointed that I don't have much to fill it with because I can get a bit anxious on, uh, on bank holiday weekends when you don't have stuff to do, Yeah. right? But me and Len have come up with a bloody brilliant day. The name of it is Dog Day. Right. And on Dog Day, we will be watching back-to-back dog-themed films Right. Throughout the entire day with a selection of snacks, and I will be dressing as a dog for it. Wow. Because I've got a, um, uh, any motorcyclists out there will know that, you know, for winter you can wear these sort of balaclava type thin mm. but thermal balaclavas underneath your helmet to keep your right. face warm. Right. And, uh, <laughs> for my birthday a few years ago, my wife got me a dog one with dog ears. Oh. Right. That makes me look like a sort of a... I think it's like a husky. And um, so I'm going to be wearing that to watch for Dog Day. And we're starting with, of course, the number one classic, um, the Shaggy DA. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Last night, we we got the idea because we just hadn't watched for a while the classic Shaggy DA clip of him punching. I think think how you find the clip, that classic clip of Shaggy DA on YouTube is you just literally type in dog punch, right? Yeah, it comes up. Um, yeah. And if you haven't seen it, I'm sure most of you have listening, and we've certainly talked about it before, but do give it a watch because it's probably yeah. the greatest sequence in a film ever. Yeah, I've just put dog punch into Google and there it is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so we were watching that and laughing so much. We thought, you know, we've got to watch this whole film. We've got it on Disney+. Plus. And then I showed Len some clips from Digby, the biggest dog in the world, right? Uh, a yeah. film that used to be on. Every, funny enough, it used to be on bank holidays, didn't it? When we were kids, yeah, it was a it was a staple of a bank holiday. It was a staple. Yeah, now they never show yeah. it on TV, but we're going to be following up with that. And then from there, we've got. I mean, those are the two that I'm really, really excited about. Mm. Um, I forgot Jim Dale was the main bloke in Digby, yeah, the biggest yeah. dog in the world. We watched a clip of it last night, right, where he gets the antidote for Digby. Like, we just watched one clip, and in it, Digby's in some sort of, some kind of big, like, gravel pit or foundry mm. or something. A, qu- a quarry. He's in a quarry, right? Yeah. And he's massive, obviously. And uh, the kid's there. I think his name's Billy. And Jim Dale's running to the quarry with a, an old-fashioned sort of medicine bottle with a cork in the top of it, right? Yeah. And he goes, Billy, I've got it. I've got the antidote to make Digby shrink again, right? <laughs> and then it cuts to the fucking to elsewhere, and there is a whole massive procession of army vehicles, right? Jeeps, tanks, everything, racing along a country road with a woman, a posh woman in the front seat and a posh sort of major type going, don't worry, Mrs. Smith, we will deal with this matter once and for all. And I thought, fucking hell. This is the scene where they're in a race against time because the army are going to blow Digby up into smithereens, right? Yeah. Unless that's what Jim they Dale shrinks sh- they can describe as enough. animal peril, isn't it, on the little thing? A bit over the what's, top, what's though. The There's film. a massive dog. It's bigger than any dog we've seen before. Right, kill it. Exactly. What? Yeah. It's just a big dog. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just... too big, though. It's too big. Kill it. Yeah. Get the army. How should we kill it? We well, can't have if this. it's as big as you're, if it's as big as you're saying it is, we can't take any chances. So yeah. get the army down to blow it up with a fucking tank. 
there's every chance it's going to kill us all. So we've got to kill it before it kills us. Yeah, kill or be killed, uh, simple as that. So they, uh, so anyway, Jim Dale's like, right, you got to get this. We've got to get this. He gives it to his kid. He goes, mm. Billy, get this in Digby's mouth. Mm. Already, me and Len are thinking, why are you fuck? Why? Well, it's a classic case. You, fucking, you fucking do it. Do it. Yeah. And, um, but he makes his kid do it. But not only that, he gets up close to Digby. Digby opens his mouth, right? And then Jim Dale says, go on, Billy, get inside. And he lifts him up and puts him inside Digby's gob. Fucking hell. And then you see Billy inside the gob on his big spongy pink tongue, Whoa. crawling over this huge pillowy oh, tongue. I'd love to do that. Yeah, it does look nice. And then he's like pouring the medicine down Digby's throat. No need. And then he's going, Jim Dale's opening Digby's jaws up. And he's going, quick, Billy, hurry up. I can't hold him much longer. Get and in out. the end, he's just, he gives well, way. And Digby closes his fucking <sighs> mouth. And Billy's inside Digby's head going, don't swallow, don't swallow. It's fucking <laughs> mad. So anyway, we've sort of sport it for ourselves by seeing that scene. But I mean, the drama is more intense than I could have even recalled. So yeah. we're watching both of those. Then we're going to do Turner and Hoach, um, mm. Beethoven, yeah. K9, and a few others. We're going to do a whole then, day of dog films. Then round it off with Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, exactly. With Al Pacino, that's how. By then, it will have gone psychedelic. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna wrap it up because I just had a little notification on my phone that says your battery is low on your phone, so this could end at oh, any second now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it's telling me instead of you, but there you go. Uh, yeah. Quickly, predictions for the weekend, Sam. Uh, do some speed predicting if you want. We've got Brighton versus Leeds. One all. I'm gonna go one 0 Leeds. Newcastle versus Arsenal. I'll go first. Uh, 2-0 Arsenal. Uh, 2-0 Newcastle. Wow. Plymouth versus Sunderland. Plymouth nil, Sunderland 1. 1-1. Burnley versus West Ham, which isn't until Monday night. I'll Mm. go first on this one. I think this will be uh, 2-1 to Burnley. I say 2-1 West Ham. Okay, and finally we've got Millwall versus Bristol City. Millwall nil, Bristol City three. I'll go Millwall nil, Bristol City two. That's it from the predictions. That's it from the episode. It's the bank holiday weekend. Have your own dog day if you want to, or if not, do whatever makes you feel warm inside. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.